You're listening to Cinema Red Pill. I'm Sharon. I'm Timothy. I'm Joel. It has been like four months <laughs> since we last recorded anything. So welcome back to us. Mm-hmm. And of course, after this long, long time, we're going to do a little catch up on what we've been watching in the past. Um, but now let's first, let's first be, what do they call that? Yeah, I know that face you're giving me, but what, um, what have we been up to uh. since all that time? Like, big news, Joel is a showrunner now. Is that okay? They post it on social media, so it's okay, fine. fine. Joel is a showrunner of a TV show. Yeah. It's a web series. A web series, Of a yes. web series that's coming soon. Yeah. So, these are reasons why we've been away. For good reason, doing dope stuff. Um, Timothy, I don't know what to say. You're self-reflection. Your yes. <laughs> Serious self-reflection. Yeah. self-reflection. <laughs> but Ascari was released within that category. Yeah, yeah. It Ascari came out. was released. Mm-hmm. In Kabale, yes. African Film Festival. That's the one it has shown in so far. The one we had which had the live screening. Yeah. yeah. Somebody on Twitter was posting about, I think they were there, because they were like, oh, Kabale was nice. Mm-hmm. And they, they tagged Cinema Red Bill. I didn't. Yeah. Anyway, like I was saying, I got a new job at 32 degrees east, so I've been getting used to the new place. Also, a reason why we've been away for so long, but now we're back. Yeah. Yep. And try to be consistent as best as I can yeah. with you people. <laughs> like we used to. <laughs> we yeah. can have course some more time in earlier hours. Yeah, so yeah, we're going to talk about the three significant movies and one significant TV show we've watched in the past month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Joel seems like he has a lot more. Those are yours. I don't know. You'll squeeze yeah. in time. <laughs> You'll squeeze in time. Okay, and uh, yeah, I'm going to start as okay. usual. And the first thing I want to talk about is Rafiki. I finally watched oh, Rafiki. Cool. Uh, mm-hmm. When I went to the for a training, uh, the film festival training, mm-hmm. the ladies they do they're Africa in motion, and mm-hmm. they do a, an African festival in uh, Sweden, two yeah. white countries, yeah. one of those. Yeah. And they had the right, they had the film, so we did like a private screening. It was really interesting. Very interesting mm. in terms of even the people we were watching with, like a bunch of us, some of us are super liberal and yeah. were very calm, mm. but there were some people who were very opposed to it, so mm. it was very interesting to be in a space like that. Yeah. But I finally watched it, and I liked it. It's actually above average. I was very happy. <laughs> it's shocking, you guys. It is shocking. Okay. It is nice, and it doesn't... I don't know, it doesn't stumble so hard. Like... You, you know when you're watching an African film you're just like don't fuck it up don't fuck it mm. up and they all usually <laughs> fuck it up mm. yeah, yeah. she doesn't actually fuck it up I don't know it's nice so like everybody knows it's the story about um, two gay two a couple yeah. two gay girls yeah. they meet um, and they have there's this political um, issue because they're both both their parents as if saved and they're both Politicians, they're both standing for a position. Did you know about that? No, mm. Have you watched it? I haven't watched it yet. Oh, yeah. So they are daughters of opposing politicians. They're both standing for a position. I can't remember which. And then they somehow meet. So there's that conflict of it being a lesbian relationship, but also the conflict of it being two politicians mm. who oppose each other. So it's interesting. I think that the scene you see the most is when they start praying for her. Yeah. There's that scene of the people putting the hands of the people in the church putting hands on her head. So it goes as you'd expect. They yeah. meet, they fall in love, and then trouble comes. They catch them. I think the thing I was I always worry about that is how is it going to end? Yeah. And I actually really like how it ends. I do. I'm not going to tell, no but I like how it ends. It's it 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 made sense. Like it it's not. Eh, 
it's not shitty. Mm. Okay. It was nice. I liked it. Um, I think the main thing is the only thing that tends to falter with the movies of ours is the acting tends to be so subpar. And yeah. even here, you can really see mm. <sighs> we are not yet that skilled at performance arts. Like that mm. is an issue. Although recently she won the actress award at Fest Paco. Did you guys uh, hear about oh, that? One uh, of the girls. The girls. I can't. Which one? The one with the braids or the other? I don't know. Which. <laughs> I feel I forgot to uh, check. Yeah. I forgot to check. I think that was the bit of an issue. And mm. also, <laughs> I have a thing with. The way people treat tomboys in films, eh? yeah. and now when it's a black tomboy, you really feel like I know the kind of girl you're talking about, and some of these things I kind of know. Like um, I don't know, like they make it that her friends are boys, like uh-huh. because she's a tomboy. I wasn't too crazy about that, but then it's still fine. The movie is good. It's a nice little gay romance, so yeah, it's never going to screen here. We stand no chance, but <laughs> I guess it can be pirated. These days, I'm not hiding. We pirate everything, you guys. Like, I'm, um, yeah. We are moving. We are moving. Yeah, we are. Like, I'm <laughs> 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 Operate non existent. <laughs> In Uganda. I think we will be arrested, so I'm no longer pretending like we actually do mm. anything else. But yeah, I don't know if it will be pirated forever, but it's a good film. And I like the colors. Mm. You can also see she's intentional with her shots and why she tries to make it really artistic. So, mm. yeah. worth a watch. How would you compare cool. it to uh, like the other Kenyan films or like the recent ones? The, the what's it called? Uh, Nairobi Half Life and Nairobi what's 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 other film we watched recently? The Purgatory film. I didn't. Oh, Katikati. Katikati. Is it like huh. on par? Because this one actually went to Cannes and. That's the thing. It really is on par. You yeah. see, all those films are similar. Even the way I would describe it is the same. Mm. It's above average, mm. and it has some faults. Yeah. You can really see, but it's good like you will see these guys are moving mm. somewhere so it works i think the interesting thing like i was saying the audience was super different yeah. like one of the guys i was talking to after was so opposed and he was like oh my god this is so targeted to white people he was so i am <laughs> not into it like the way you're hearing some of us that would be like oh my god a gay romance like there's someone not about it and find it so faulty yeah. so yeah it was interesting yeah graphic i finally saw it okay so okay people said an African film, I'll just okay. piggyback off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so while I was in uh, Ghana last week, we got to watch uh, Keteke, which won Best Screenplay at Vespaco. Spell it. Keteke, like the way it's pronounced. K-E-T-E-K-E. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. What's Keteke about for starters? Okay, Keteke is a road movie. It's about this uh, couple. It's a man and his pregnant wife. It's also a period piece. It's like set in like the seventies. Mm-hmm. It's like a bouncing afro, and like has a suitcase just dedicated mm-hmm. like this massive radio mm-hmm. <laughs> she carries around. And the whole movie is just about them like trying to catch a train to like get into the city. I think stay with the woman's relatives. She's like expecting a baby, and yeah, it's supposed to be like this comedic, fun road movie. Audience I was with got a lot of laughs so many laughs out of it <laughs> yeah. yeah it was I, in which language it was yeah uh, no it was in english, english okay. yeah yeah um i i had <laughs> i had like several problems with it uh, that was just like the road movie street because it felt i remember when i was watching i was watching it with lloyd actually uh, and we discussed it when it was playing it was like it felt like a short movie had been like stretched out oh, no. into like a feature-length film 
And the filmmaker was there himself as well. And when he talked about the movie, it turned out that that was ah. true. It started out as a short. Ah. And then it straight, he was like, ah, might as well just stretch it out into a feature length like film and put it out there. It won an award though, so that's amazing. Mm. But yeah, it's like, like you know, you know those road movie beats that are supposed to meet like these mm. crazy sort of People characters along the way. Yeah, yeah. along the way. But we only meet one. It's just like this freaky like wizard who eats babies or something. <laughs> and that's yeah, but that's like all we see. And then there's like this barber shop quartet of like seeing mm. African railway workers mm. on some train, which is it's it's a cute scene, mm. but like that's literally all of it. Mm. The rest of the time it's just this couple like stopping and then talking and then there's like a punchline and they walk 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 is uh, this music and they stop and talk some more and they walk walk mm. walk. And there's like a CGI rat that like runs across and that's like a whole scene of like oh my god there's a rat let's dip to and let's run and like that's like a rat in the car no oh. no like on the way like, oh. like following like a yeah, railway yeah, tracks yeah, like they're stranded yeah. and yeah it's like I wanted to like it because the performances are like really good the actors and just also some of the dialogue exchanges but it's it does, doesn't feel like it's going anywhere it feels like this giant thing you'll fill up for like 40 minutes and then things will like not happen at the beginning and the end. So I, that's why I found it even more peculiar that it won best screenplay of, of, like of like all the awards that it could have won. Yeah. I wouldn't have given it that because the cinematography was pretty good. I'd have given some of the performances maybe, yeah. but screenplay. screenplay was a little strange of, a, yeah. of an award for that. But yeah, I mean, I'd recommend checking it out. It's something different. Mm. I, li- I like that it was a period piece because like set in like the seventies and stuff, which is it looks I, like the period. Does it actually? Yeah, it does. Yeah, the cars to, and everything. Yeah, they even tried to do like this green like VHS filter from like those oh, yeah, seventies yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, the, the director does try like a few uh, stylistic things uh, that were like promising. He just didn't quite like hit it out of the park, but it's like a really good crowd pleaser. Mm. And I think you'd only really enjoy it if you're in yeah, a crowd. Sounds yeah. like it. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. Could take it. Great. Yeah. Uh, so mine is not an African film. <laughs> it's okay. it's yeah. definitely <laughs> a crowd pleaser though, yeah. <laughs> and it's Bad Box. Oh, I know. Bad, Bad Box made my Christmas with those memes. Yeah. No, but even actually, I didn't see the memes. Like I saw the challenge, you know, but what? I didn't really bother seeing. But anyway, Bad Box stars Sandra Bullock. Uh, it's directed by a woman, Suzanne Beer. She's like a well-known Danish director. I haven't seen her other films, but I've like, at, at least on Letterboxd, they're in my watch list. So, later, I mean, Bad Box uh, is a movie about uh, a woman, I'm forgetting Sandra Bullock's character's name, but then she, the plot of the film is that she and these two kids have to get to like a safe haven in this post-apocalyptic world mm-hmm. and in, and the thing which causes this post, this whole post-apocalyptic world is like these invisible creatures that come and they begin causing suicides yeah. Yeah. like I think because you, could, you couldn't see them the whole movie but I think uh, in a way similar to like the Bogart in Harry Potter yeah. in a way probably they show you your biggest fear or something and then people just lose it and people usually end up killing themselves or doing something very bad so I like that film because Again, because I, I, last time in the, the final episode read, I put A Quiet Place mm-hmm. as my favorite film, and I think mm-hmm. it's somehow in that range. Somehow. It's, it's, it's definitely Get Out, Get Out, <laughs> probably even this thing I've been seeing about. Is it Us? The, the new Jordan well, Peele new film with Lupita. Yeah. I have a feeling it's, it's, it's going to be along that line also. So this, this, these kinds of movies are really, of late, yeah. they're movies which really get me, because they, mm-hmm. they have that commercial, they can actually go and pull an audience. Mm-hmm. 
and they have some very nice storytelling elements. Bad Box is the, probably of all the mainstream films that I've seen this year. Yeah. It's my favorite. Because it came out last year, right? Last year. Late last year, of course, that's when we were talking about yeah. it. So, like, for me, the, the, okay, the writing of the story, I felt it was such a great obstacle for them to give these characters this impediment of not having to use sight. Yeah. I feel it was like it completely raised the stakes and increased the suspense level because these people, are, they're trying to fight something they can't see. Mm-hmm. And again, just to navigate, they have to be blindfolded and create all these systems to survive. Yeah. So the characters, there was, uh, the Sandra Books character, John Malkovich, there was a good collection of actors in the yeah. film who brought a lot to the film. MGK. MGK. Machine Gun Kelly. No, he was there to cast and then he stole guy, the guy's car. No? <laughs> I like the characters because in a post-apocalyptic world, which is almost like, because very much a chamber movie when you see the past, mm-hmm. these people are locked up in the house. You need to have like really good dialogue and the, dynam- the, the dynamic between the characters has to be really good. And I feel that was there in this film. The suspense, the acting, yeah. and the story. I feel it was a very original story. Because when I was even reading, I think so, when I was reading about the film, mm-hmm. the, the film is based on a book. So even yeah. a recent book written by some rock star, even I didn't know, some rock singer from Badcon the High Strong. So this guy had, been, this guy had written like 12 books. And you used to write them just like, you know, in between gigs in like a, a book. Yeah. And you didn't even have a plan to like publish the book or anything. But someone just came and they picked this and it was made into a movie. And I feel it was, as far as the genre goes of like psychological horror, I think it's a good addition. I saw the reviews weren't that good, which I didn't get. My thought it was an excellent movie. Yeah. <laughs> have you watched it, Joe? No, I did watch it. Yeah. And, and yeah, I was, I, I really liked the premise. Yeah. Though, yeah, I was... I don't know specific. I don't think I can remember specifically yeah. what the reviews were saying. I didn't really. Go they, were, okay, they were very mixed. They were, yeah, not, they were not bad, mixed. but they were mixed. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, which is how I felt about the movie mm. in the end. Because I had, I think, because I really loved like John Malkovich's yeah. character, for instance. But yeah. I did have issues with like Sandra Bullock's Oxander, character. The love story. <laughs> no, yeah, just, just just everything. Yeah. Just her whole love story of like not wanting to be connected to people mm. and uh, calling the children boy girl. Boy girl. And that like really potential like interesting dramatic decision. I think she's going to like choose which child like, yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah i felt like there was there was like something there but that wasn't like made like super concrete concrete but like the premise alone was able to yeah. carry me through pretty much all the yeah. yeah so overall it was a solid film it wasn't like yeah. this like i was hitting this wall and i can't because yeah. we at least i've watched that movie like four times i watched oh, like wow. four times in a week i liked it that much Wow. And it's because I didn't watch movies maybe in so long. I took in like a break. Yeah. So yeah. when I watched Bad Box, that was the first movie which hit me with all that force. I watched it, but I didn't like it. Didn't like it I then. agree with the super yeah. mixed reviews. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, the premise, I, I really, f- it even made me appreciate A Quiet Place a lot mm. more because I d- wasn't as high on it as you were. Yeah. Then, like, after watching Bad Books, I was like, oh my God, A Quiet Place was genius because, <laughs> <laughs> because the, pre- the whole, the suspense, the the way they handled yeah. the whole issue yeah. mm-hmm. it didn't work for me. A lot of the times when they're mobbing the, in the house, the mm. way things transpired, I was like, Ugh. Then there's a period where I was full on bored yeah. and that hurt me because I really didn't. I really, those kids were so cute. I, there's the no way they were yeah. so cute. There's mm. no way I can't care about them. Yeah. But at some point, I was bored and eager for it to end. Mm. But I'm really you for those memes were hilarious. Yeah. You really missed out. <laughs> those memes were the best. <laughs> they were the best. Joe was saying they were annoying. They were <laughs> no, the best. I, was, I, I laughed. I, was, I, was, I laughed. I, I would take a break when I'd be with my family. <laughs> and I'm tired of them. Twitter. 
to when he got into like acting and all that and then when he actually came onto the scene and they even show all his contemporaries these guys who he was friends with the Colbers, the Lenos yeah. I don't know if Jay Leno was in but they always just talk about how even to them at that time when he came out they thought they had come at the wrong time to do comedy because they thought everything after Robin Williams would be like him because yeah. his, his style was so different True. he wasn't like you know come with one two jokes with a punchline it was very like engaging with the crowd all that mm-hmm. then also they show his his struggles like with drugs and all that there's that part where this actor who was that guy who passed away drugs the guy was on snl back in the day some uh he overdosed this is like one of those famous guys who did when robin williams was with him the day he over he did and like he had to go to the set the next day and when they told him this guy died mm. he even did a movie with um I remember, I remember his name. Someone I'll mention it. Yeah. So just like the whole rise of Robin Williams, someone who brought so much joy in the world, and then they show his own personal struggles. Yeah. They kind of hope you understand the man who, because he took his own life in the end. So they kind yeah. of open. May hope you understand yeah. the man. He was larger than life, and he had a lot of things to deal with. So I'll put Robin Williams come inside my head. It's a very come good doc. Come inside my mind. Sorry, it's a very good documentary. You should watch it. Yeah. Uh, I think I I think I gave it to you. Yeah, I got it from you. I think so the last time we met. We all got it. Yeah, yeah. from you. <laughs> Most of these movies we got yeah. from you. <laughs> now that I have no internet anymore. Uh, you you know how you were like? There's so many pop culture documentaries. Yeah. I think I had so many of them. Mm. I reached a point. I'm like, you know what? I really don't care about these yeah. white people yeah. anymore. I didn't all of them. I had one about over Jane Fonda. I'm like, why do I have a Jane Fonda documentary? Go away. I'm like, there are so no, many. Like, you have to really pick. I'm like, yeah. no, I'm never watching about Lady Gaga's one. I know. Kill me now. I'm not. So it's, it fell in that loop, mm, unfortunately. Yeah. But I'll get it back. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I really love that documentary yeah. too. It was such a beautiful love letter mm. to Robin Williams. Yeah really acknowledge because also i didn't know too much about like, yeah. the, the, his whole struggle with like mental health Both, and yeah. stuff i like that they dove into that his relationship with women mm. his, re- his relationship with his own family in the past and how that kind of informed his life going forward mm. and yeah i just loved it i think i think i actually cried at the end it was just, <laughs> no it was, no, it was i mean i mean so it's robin williams he was such such a large part at least of my childhood mm. yeah so many, exactly just, gave to so many, yeah. and yeah just to just to see like that the person that you love like to know that he was hurting that mm. much and that he got to that dark place and took his life it was, it was heavy yeah but it was all beautiful like when like the way it just frames his entire yeah. life and I like the stock footage because there's that yeah. there's that piece when they show him because he was like best buds with uh, what's his name the Superman guy Christopher, Christopher Reeves was like yeah, best yeah. friends with him and like at his baptism he was making his baby fly like super oh, baby yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, just, like he was that kind of guy you yeah, know so it's just, it's just, it's really just a sweet human yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, so things about take a doctor. I know, I know what you're going to pick. I know, I know it. I didn't want to talk about it either. Um, but yeah, to my eternal regret, I watched uh, Living Neverland. Um, four, four, four painful hours of just the worst, <laughs> worst stuff yeah. I've ever had. Um, but I guess. I guess I'll just talk about more why I actually decided to watch it is because I was I started to get like very conscious of just my own bias towards you know Michael Jackson and like you know what he means to me as a mm-hmm. person and like growing up with him that you don't want to 
entertain any kind of you know question mm. what he could have been and blah 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 and yeah you have the, the thing is that there's also a lot of credibility questions around like the two guys also talking about like what was done to them by him allegedly and there's also a whole conversation about our current culture and just taking just hearsay with like no due process because there's no way to prove any of the things that are said in the documentary itself but that's it it's four hours of like really painful like in-depth detail and at the end I don't I don't know whether I believe them or not I'm like really on the fence but I like that I'm on the fence I'm just like open to whatever but until I have like any <laughs> like concrete proof I won't really make any kind of decision on what I think about Michael Jackson the man and what he may or may not have done but yeah I would not it's something I would not recommend to anyone you only, I, <laughs> I guess you, you would only watch it if you have any morbid curiosity yeah. because those taglines are not lying like it will legit just mess you up like I had to mentally <laughs> prepare myself to sit down and like listen to all that stuff but yeah, the, the amount of detail like the guys go to is like very scary and worrying and you like you'd have to be the most awful human being if you made every single thing they said mm. up mm. is kind of a scary thing about all that yeah but yeah that said i do not recommend it i feel i, I felt <laughs> i owed it to myself to like watch it mm. and be open to whatever definitely going to watch it now yeah so, i have it, <laughs> have it. i want i want to watch it i've just I've, I've just been seeing the clips like online and stuff yeah, but yeah. i knew i'd watch it at some point i have to see it yeah kind of a must it's watch. a must watch <laughs> i was so eager for it to end like you know as i was looking at the timeline i hope this gets i was tired of yeah it's it's, mm. it's draining yeah mm, i think i have i take a different approach from you uh-huh. I believe until proven otherwise. The only thing I never do is defend. I can never defend anything or anyone. Yeah. Maybe Beyonce from time to time. But <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just, like, when it comes to that stuff and our society now, like, mm-hmm. when someone comes out, I'll believe if details come out that they like, people mm. are shitty either way, but I yeah. prefer the opposite approach. My relationship with Michael was not that heavy, yeah. really. The only thing is he's an influence on everyone, everyone even Beyonce you get mm. so that kind effect is there but yeah. I think it was fascinating for me to how I used to think of that court case yeah. where he comes in pajamas I used to see that stuff yeah. and yeah. I ne- I didn't even put mm. it would not come to yeah. mind that it was because of this of, of, of yeah. literally being accused of being a pedophile mm-hmm. but it was so I just like getting so much context and mm. yeah those this this these parts where they show the uh, they play audio clips that he send messages to the families yeah like that yeah. stuff is so fucked up yeah. like but oh. yeah yeah but that's also I guess why I also started to get worried is because of course for one it's a very one-sided documentary which the director himself acknowledges as well and you start to sort of worry that just the way he frames certain things like frames on like trembling hands or just you you feel like you you like being all like plays up the music you feel like you're being also led 
like a certain emotional yeah. reaction. Yeah. And even with those audio clips, the thing is, if you played them in the context removed yeah. from it the documentary, it could be literally anything. So there's always, of course, while I was watching this stuff, and I'm like, in, in your head, when you listen to it, you're like, how can it not be true? Mm. Because of how heavy and detailed it is. But you also have to sort of acknowledge that in the framework of this movie, you are being led to a certain conclusion. That's true. So it's just it's just a matter of remaining open. Because I'm not, I'm not on the side of either camp, which is like, no, he definitely do it, or, or no, he's like completely innocent, because there are definitely glaring questions on both sides that no one has been able to fully answer. And the sad thing is that I don't think we'll ever really know, given that he's not here himself to address what he may or may not have. But even if he were here, he would probably still deny. Like he, he, de- yeah, he yeah, denied yeah, he was yeah. alive, I mean, so yeah. was going to the same, same thing. thing. Cosby says the yeah. same stuff. <laughs> yeah. The years of pastor. I mean, yeah, it's an interesting context. Like, when you also watch the movie, just given also Jackson's, like, unique situation. But then there's a way the story is crafted that it makes sense. Because even, it's not, it's not like, it's not like some, some forceful, like, you it or something. Like, these guys describe, like, this whole grooming process that they were under in, like, excruciating detail. How they like, basically romanced. Jackson, how they were like, how they in, also loved him. Yeah, they thought they, were, they had like, love with love him. With him. Know, how yeah. they are still in, in love, love with him, him up to now. Yeah. It was such kind of stuff, it was so believable. Mm. And there were, there were certain things, at least in their faces and their hands, the way they would respond physically when they were telling certain stories. Mm. That you'd have to be, <laughs> you'll be the biggest actor in the world, or, or like a mm. complete psychopath who's mm. okay faking whatever emotion, but it, but it felt real. Yeah, I think I, I think I've been teared up. There are like a few like really heavy yeah. things. So I'm like this, like like something. I don't know if I believe exactly what he has said, but something clearly has to have happened to this mm. person because they are physically like reacting to what they're saying. But yeah, watch it on parents. <laughs> you watch you watch all that surviving R. Kelly stuff also. I stayed away after, after I watched that. After I read that other original thing, I was like, I'm okay. I don't. I don't want to get back into that world. <laughs> don't need yeah. to convince me that that's yeah. like, I believe you. Exactly. I believe you. And the, the way you were talking about, like, video of, like, the react, the way they film the victims, eh? Yeah. The R. Kelly thing is much worse than what it does. Like, it really rains in on those people crying. Like, the clips I see. Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, 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 just so clips and. Uh, mm, no. Okay, uh, my choice. On a lighter, lighter, lighter Please. note. Um, <laughs> the movie is High Flying Bird. It's a Netflix film by Steven Soderbergh. Okay. We all like Steven Soderbergh. Mm, yeah. If you like Ocean's movies, he did all those. He did Sex, Lies, and Videotapes. Mm. He started the indie stuff with that. So his, Then he did Unsane. You had it as a favorite yeah, example. Unsane, yeah, Unsane. Uh, so he the film is shot on an iPhone, just yeah. the way I unsane was. Yeah, and um, it's about a an agent, a basketball agent. So when it comes to sports movies, eh, I really <laughs> like things that are behind the scenes. Like mm. this film does not have any basketball in it. Mm. It's just about like a, 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 a time in between when someone is coming from college to the yeah, big leagues. So yeah. that thing of 
I'm using the wrong word. I think it's drafting. The draft, yeah. Yes. Getting drafted. That drafting period. Mm. Yeah. And they were really saying things I don't know, but I was so exhilarated with everything that's happening. The the, the dialogue is super fast and mm. and Andre Holland, Andre Holland who was in in Moonlight. Yeah. Yeah. He's a hot man. <laughs> so I'm sorry, but that's the main thing to say about him. He's a hot man. It has zazzy beats in it also. So yeah, it's very, very good. And shot on an iPhone, this one, I think the way he shoots this one, eh, I think it's easy to not like the way he did this one because he has to move in, 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 town, in towns a lot. And you will see how limiting the iPhone was for him. But I dug it a lot. And it's super political because they really get into the politics of the black players who are owned by rich white men and it it does actually run like an an oceans movie because it has this whole sharp man walking around solving problems (laughs) it's it's fun it's really really fun i know i really really dug it like jerry maguire-esque something like that I think Jerry Maguire sounds a little more subdued comparison mm-hmm. to what she's saying. Jerry Maguire plays... Jerry Maguire, there's a way you... It's easier to watch. Mm-hmm. This one, since he's really going deep in on, on mm-hmm. basketball lingo and dialogue scene after dialogue scene, it's heavy mm-hmm. on dialogue. So, yeah, get ready. It's, it's good. <laughs> I really think... I thought if you had... I don't know why I thought you had watched it. I think I saw it. I saw it on Letterboxd. And I, I, I thought you had watched it. I haven't watched it yet. I felt sure. If you, I felt sure that if you watch it, it would be one of your <laughs> But yeah, High Flying Bird, yeah. Netflix, go and torrent it. Even Joel Torrent. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, but a bunch of people have Netflix these days. Just search for that exactly. shit and watch, man. We all yeah. have Netflix. We all have Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, yeah. So that's my third movie choice. So, I go? Yeah. Okay, uh, my third, I'm just going to go with the movie which was in the Oscars. I haven't seen a lot of them, mm-hmm. but it's going to be The Wife. Okay. The Wife Directed by a Swedish director, but it stars Glenn Close. Mm-hmm. She's a legend. If you've seen classics, Fatal Attraction, all that. Yeah, then there's yeah. the guy, the has husband is Jonathan Price. I think he's the high sparrow in Game of Thrones, right? Yeah, okay. He's the high sparrow oh, okay. in Game of Thrones. So it's best. The, the film is about like a man who gets a, in the beginning he gets a call from the Nobel. I don't know. Is it, is it like a society or something? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Nobel. Nobel. Yes. Nobel yeah. So he gets the, he, he gets the prize. He gets the prize uh, for literature, mm-hmm. and then he has now the whole movie is basically him preparing for that 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 special night. But also his wife is mm-hmm. now starting to have her own inner conflict, things building within her, yeah. and we kind of have to go back in time and we see everything that led to this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in the end, should I should I be spoiling it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in the, in the yeah. end, in the end, we find out that the woman actually was the one who was writing the books the whole time, mm. and this dad, oh, and, and the dad is like you know a pompous guy. He has a son who's trying to be a writer. He's written like his first short story. He's shooting. He's putting him down, mm. and the mom is like, no, you should listen to him. His work is actually good. Yet mm. the woman wrote all the books, so it's kind of like that whole drama of this guy took all that credit. He was her professor back in the day in England. Then he, they get mar- they get married. And then from there, as he's trying to write like a book, it's not happening. Mm. And then I asked the woman, says like, let me help you out. And he helps him. The book becomes a bestseller. From, so now from that point, the guy is the one taking care of the kids, cooking. He has locked his wife in like the library to type out books. And the books always come. She's basically literal. So, <laughs> so now he, he takes all the credit in the end, basically. But then uh, by the end of the film, I've kind of understood the whole dynamic. He has been revealed for the hack that he is. 
the 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 son has 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 a deeper understanding of his parents now. Isn't isn't looking so much for the father's approval because he knows really where the talent in the where his writing talent comes from. So it was a really good film. I like Glenn Close's performance. Okay. She's actually the most nominated without winning an Oscar, female actress. And now she's about to die. Yeah, she's and like yeah, yeah, and give her token and, Oscar and, and I and I really like the way she acts because she's not so like. Over, I think even of all those probably the Oscar chicks like people go through these extreme transformations for a role. You're going yeah. to the period piece or that, but her performance was really subdued, and you really mm-hmm. enjoy what she's doing. You actually believe her like she's she's been this woman wife who has been suffering, mm-hmm. and in the end you actually see all the power, the strength it took for her to be that calm and yeah. yeah so the wife you should really look. But this movie came out 2017. But wasn't released till like late last year, mm, so it's so not like the newest of films, but something you should definitely go and check out. Yeah. Mm, I saw it. I thought it was okay. Mm. Let's see. I didn't like those flashbacks. Mm. I didn't like that as a device. Since we are spoiling, mm. yeah, we're super spoiling. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was right? yes, uh, yeah, yeah. In the end, I didn't like that they made him die. Mm-hmm. Because that was a cop out. Mm. Then there's something else I didn't like. They also use that thing of the like she coincidentally meets the same air, air hostess. Do you remember that? Yeah. I found that so lame. <laughs> but, no, but otherwise, <laughs> you should check it out. Yeah. yeah. But otherwise, that thing you're talking about, like her performance is so good. You mm. will, there's a way you will see this woman mm. has been scorned for years. Yes. She and it's, and it's a build, it builds up. No, not throughout the movie. Because I feel in the beginning it's little, but as, as it goes on, I mean, a way, it's no, yeah. I don't mean that she was constantly yeah, yeah, yeah. talking about being so like just the way she would react to him mm. even in the beginning when mm. they get the phone call mm. like there's a way she reacts to like there's something inside there's mm. just you will get mm. you're curious mm. what's up with her mm. that's okay okay might be worth your time yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so I'm going to cheat a bit mm. with about who? half and half yeah <laughs> But half and half. Just movies I like really, really, really enjoyed on just a primal level. Mm. Like no no mm. like getting into depth mm. and stuff. Uh, one was Bohemian Rhapsody. So very surprised I really enjoyed that. And uh, Baby Creed too. Okay. Which I'm glad I loved. I wasn't mm. a big fan of the first one. Mm. The second one was just amazing. Just a solid piece of <laughs> Amazing. I can like, I can I can imagine for like hardcore Rocky fans. Oh it's yeah, just, it's, oh a, <laughs> it's a weird dream or something. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, it's just like a mixture of Rocky three and yeah. Rocky four, built off Rocky four. And Dolph Lundgren is just such an amazing actor mm. these days. Really? Yeah, even just his, his, like his small role in Aquaman. Mm. It's just amazing. Mm. Like it actually, I didn't realize it was him by the way until the end of the movie. Oh, he was nice. He was like that good. I was like, okay. Mm. But yeah, Dolph Lundgren is back. Like the Rocky story is still so strong. The screenplay is really, really strong. And if even even Baby Creed like gets better character stuff. I like like there's a bit of a meta moment where Rocky asks him, "What are you fighting for, really?" <laughs> Which was my question for mm. the first movie. Mm. <laughs> like, what is your character exactly? Mm. What are you fighting for? The stuff with his wife losing her hearing mm. it was interesting. I I hated though that they made the baby like lose her hearing as well. That was overkill. That was overkill. Because like it hinges on this whole thing of like they're so scared their kids going to have the same defect she does. 
And I was like, there's no way, just please don't. Yeah. And then they, 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 yeah, they actually and went, went with And I was like, why? There's like right. no reason. It's like kicking a dead dog. It's like, why are you doing this? We know bad enough mm. already. So the fight was amazing. And what I really liked was the character arc with the villain, with the Dolph Lundgren and his son. son. I love I love the callback to like Rocky IV where he should have stopped the fight. Mm. And he didn't know that they would give it to Dolph Lundgren. Mm. I was like, mm. you know, I'm going to like, not get my son killed over some BS. That was heartbreaking shit. That was that was perfect, perfect movie. Bohemian Rhapsody, I'm not as fascinated with the plot, but just the music and Remy Malik's performance is just having so much fun mm. doing what she's doing. Mm. I, I I did like that they're just I mean they're pretty much just kissing Freddie Mercury's ass mm. from like beginning to end. It's like this big mm. oh it was in Queen so amazing and we just met and it was magic instantly <laughs> and and they're like they're, they're like superstar. He was a superstar when he when he had it and got it on stage. <laughs> did they put all that he was born in Zanzibar stuff? Yeah, 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 they did. It was just a snippet mm. though. And <laughs> but yeah, it was. The thing is, that it was too much kid gloves. Mm. But the thing is that it was having so much fun, and I think, so being a queen fan, I got so wrapped up in the music. The music, exactly. And just, yeah, I was along for the ride. And just even, I was thinking, I just even like that first, that, that opening shot, like when he's like moving up the stage. That was such a nice, like, method performance. I just like how he was just so into the to character. The yeah. So I can I can understand how he was given the role, though I would say after watching Green Book, I might have given it to uh, what was his name? Um, Viggo, Viggo Mortensen. Yeah. yeah, I feel like his transformation was mm. way way hard, way more hardcore. But yeah, and I had the thing of Bohemian Rhapsody too, which I don't know why they they want to do that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, money, but yeah, they don't need to do that. But yeah, those are two. Well, the two movies I just had a blast watching. Just when uh, it just got me so pumped to like this, get up and do stuff. It's so energetic. Yeah. Yeah. I watched Bohemian Rhapsody. I even yeah, I love Queen. I think I love Queen more than Michael Jackson. Uh-huh. I geared up, I bought beers, ready. It is one of the few movies I can really say I purely hated. Purely hated. It pains my soul. Like, I be scrolling on Twitter, I see someone say they like Bohemia Rhapsody. Yeah. I close it down. Like, that is how much I hated that movie. It really makes my blood boil yeah. um, and then I think I have a problem I think it also has to do I think I would have enjoyed it a little bit mm. if I liked Rami Malek yeah. Rami Malek doesn't work for me yeah. as an actor like okay. even no. Mr. Robot mm. really I tried it then I was very annoyed with what he does he's very he, I don't know there's what he does with his face and no, his body and I can't stand it and this one he's twitchy he has big teeth I'm like please I kill me Jesus. I just I hated his performance as I really really hate and I, him and I don't know so because when I spent uh, the, the clips I've seen on the trailer mm. like it looked like he had really changed like it's not yeah. it's unlike any role he had done before but yeah. If you're saying it was, <laughs> but the scene I even will always remember the scene where I dropped off. It was like in the first ten minutes, where he meets those guys of Queen under parking. The parking I'm like, this is what we are doing. <laughs> I tapped out, and that is that is really what they're doing because all the scenes are like that. Mm, yeah. I 
hated in that movie. I really genuinely think it's trash. Yeah. <laughs> Even the like, songs refuse to like you know like live. Also when you arrive there. Oh, yeah, if it's you just arrive a like bit, that. Bit song, bit song. I really tried I bought more beers. I'm like maybe if I'm tipsy <laughs> it refuses. So, but people really like it. So there's too much of course but fuck no way. <laughs> And I can see the music thing you're saying. Eh? It's crazy, it really right? Ma- if you're into it, you will be into it. Just like that it closing performance at the Wembley Stadium, I mm. died. Mm. I just died. And they let it go on for a long yeah. time, which yeah. is cool if you're enjoying mm. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> imagine. That's how I felt about what a star is born when the music would hit and be just be born. It's like good music, but I just did not care. Even clips, I don't know. Like a, people really threw a star is born down our throats all 2018. Oh yeah. yeah. I, when I see something about no, it, I'm like, please let it die. <laughs> no, but I was actually surprised by it. It wasn't as bad no, as I thought. Yes, it's actually good. But yeah, it's actually but good. I thought it was good. Overrated. I guess yeah. it's the only thing that. Mixed yeah, like yeah, this. I guess. <laughs> and that song is like the only Lady Gaga song I've liked in like six, seven years. <laughs> since like, yeah, since like Lady those Gaga other old, <laughs> I haven't listened to her in like six years. <laughs> oh, serious time now. Um, uh, the TV show I liked, by far the best thing I've seen. Mm. Oh, okay, that guy is three months in. Mm-hmm. Is Russian Doll. Mm. Has any of you watched Russian Doll? Mm, Have you heard about Russian Doll? Yep. Oh, you guys, Russian doll is the best. <laughs> and let me first give the uh, one of the best things about it is how short the episodes are. Actually, it's like twenty twenty. The most it will get to is twenty five minutes, and it's just eight episodes. Yeah, it's so amazing. <laughs> and Joel, you who's about to do a show with some magic realism, you've got to see this. Um, it's really really dope. It's about a girl who goes through the whole Groundhog Day thing. Mm-hmm. Her, her thing it keeps repeating. Her day she keeps dying mm-hmm. on the same day. Guys, it is dope. And if you get irritated by her dying the same day, the only the thing I kept telling people get to episode four. Something really cool happens in episode four. And the best thing about this show, she she keeps dying. So she has to find a solution, which is what every Groundhog Day movie does. The most basic thing we've seen this a hundred times, but somehow it is fresh. You guys, it is fresh. Mm-hmm. Natasha Lyon is a dope. She is dope. Yeah. And the best thing about it, the best thing which barely happens for me with TV, is those people never satisfy me in the end. This show is so satisfying at the end. Yeah. It's insane. I have rewatched the last five minutes. I think the last ten minutes. So many times. Like when, I'm, when I wake up in the morning and the destiny is like going to suck. Yeah. That Repeat. those ten minutes make it all Watch better. I'm like, if something can be so perfect like this, mm. oh, there's wow. hope in this world. You guys, I really love that show and that ending blew me out of the water okay. and became my favorite thing. So give Russian Dog a very big chance. It is worth your time. It's a great show. It's well written. The characters are weird. The main character has sex from time to time. I like it when girls have sex and stuff. Mm. It's nice. And they don't need so <laughs> But yeah, I really like it. And she's she's interesting. She's interesting. It's really hot. Yeah. Timothy, please okay. go. Uh, mine is going to be a True Detective Season 3. Man, I watched I it. I really want to watch that. It's fucking amazing. Please and I, I, haven't, I haven't seen Green Book. Because my... This Marshall, Marshall, Marshall won an won an Oscar, but then for this, 
it's it's really good because it really goes back to the original what True Detective should season. be the first season. Yeah. And I was trying to read about the production notes and they're actually like this case trying to go back to that. Yeah. So True Detective, uh, we, we have Marshall Ali, he's a police guy working in Arkansas because all these stories take place in the Ozarks. Ozen. So a crime happens where two kids disappear, but then eventually they find the brother, the girl disappears without a trace. Yeah. So there are three timelines in the series. Marshall, 1980 when the crime happens and he's younger, then 1990, when they reopened the case, by this time he had even left the force and he has come back. Then they show much later when he's an old man with dementia. Whoa. So the whole series is basically like this whole old Mahashala mm. trying to like solve this case with his dementia, like trying to go back and get the notes. Oh my and god, that's it's amazing! Insane. It's really amazing. And his performance in this, my god, eh? my god, he's amazing. Then uh, the other characters, his his sidekick is uh, you know the the first blade. The guy who played Frost. Frost, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I hadn't seen him in movies in a minute, yeah, actually, and he's in this one. <laughs> he's in this one. There's Kamini Jogo. She plays his wife, but it's really good. And they really go back to what True Detective is about. Mm-hmm. That the, the way it's dark, uh, the storytelling. Because Pizzolatto apparently this time, because he wrote everything, but they tried to force on him, guys. Like you have to get some help to help you do the next mm-hmm. one. And Jeremy Solnier, you like him very much. Did the yeah. first two episodes? They, they chased him, him, him away. <laughs> that yeah, was, so. but that episodes were really good. And even I, I really wish he stayed on because yeah. this is like right. He's really his kind of stuff. It's his stuff. Yeah, but it was it was great. <laughs> anyway, everyone should watch True Detective season three. It's amazing. Really should. It sounds amazing. good. Yeah. Uh, for TV, uh, what I've been enjoying is Doom Patrol. Um, Never heard of that. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's still pretty obscure. <laughs> like, uh, like the DC comics people like launch that because everyone, every company is launching a streaming platform for specifically its own things. <laughs> so, like DC, <laughs> DC within Warner Brothers has launched its own streaming platform with like its own content. Mm. And they've been trying to do like original television content. They did uh, Titans last year, which was uh, kind of mixed, uh, but. Doom Patrol is like it's basically Guardians of the Galaxy, but like set on Earth, like these misfits like Guardians meets X-Men and it's like these misfits is like this drunk like um, what they call it, like a NASCAR racer from the 80s was like in this accident and all that was left of him is his brain so they stick him in like this robot body there's this actress from the 50s, this classical actress who got into an accident in a river in Congo mm. And like now she can't like control her body structure. Mm. She's like this big blob of like plastic skin. Mm. There's like this pilot who was like who was like gay in like the fifties, like that, like a under yeah. undercover yeah. gay. Was it? Yeah, he was like yeah, he was like flying this test pilot thing, and he gets like into this this uh, accident with this irradiated weird alien thing that like enters his body. It's like he has a big crush, and then he's he's a really handsome dude, and now his entire body is just burnt from like top to bottom. <laughs> so it's like all, <clears throat> so it's like all these weird guys with like abilities that are not exactly functional, and they're not like sexy, like <laughs> like the common. And yeah, it's just them trying to figure out what they're doing. What what I like about it though is how heavily stylized it is. Mm-hmm. So heavily stylized. And it has just this vintage look to end to everything, like the music, it has this sepia tone to everything. 
it's unlike anything I've ever watched, and I feel like even if you're not into like, because so, it doesn't even lean too hard into like the superhero stuff. It's mm. a very heavy just character story. Because you have like this dude stuck in a robot brain who was shitty to his wife, and like you know he has been, he has like missed his daughter's entire life. Mm-hmm. They were like in an accident where his wife and and him got like decapitated. Like, only her daughter survived. Mm. And she's like 30 years old and she thinks he's dead and he's mm. just like like will she accept me as I am if I was to approach her so it's just all these weird things and then there's also the, the actress Chico is just a bitch like she, she has this background story where she wanted to fire this this one armed Congolese cinematographer because he was bothering <laughs> her like her he was what? yeah like his limp arm was like yeah. bothering her performance yeah. she was just like just a complete <laughs> and I, I really felt that scene as like the African gays are hustling, hustling. back in the day, <laughs> in the day to get to the streets and like do their yeah. stuff and yeah she fires this, this the only disabled the, guy <laughs> 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 right, yeah, right after that she like falls into this pool and like like her, yeah. whole, her whole identity is like built around her beauty and how awesome she is mm. now she's just this blobbish monster and like she always tries to reassemble herself in like that original way she was in the fifties, like as a young actress in her prime. Otherwise, otherwise she's just like this blob of ugly, like mass mm. <laughs> and stuff. So yeah, if, if you're into like really deep like character stories and stuff, I think it's worth a watch, especially yeah, especially with like the style and everything. Mm. It's a style I haven't seen anywhere, as so it's actually original and yeah, something I would want to see more. Mm-hmm. Genres, yeah. So it's in two, yeah. I think it's like in five episodes now. They're still finishing mm-hmm. the first season. And yeah, they're just like eight episodes, so it's even a very short like season overall. It's digestible. Okay. Yeah, comfortable. Sounds strange and right up your alley. Oh yeah, very much so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's it. No notable mentions? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, <laughs> you people who have been look, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you guys start because me, I really have <laughs> seen so high of anything I have watched. <laughs> okay, go. Uh, Joel, please. Yeah, I think I obviously had a lot of catching up mm. to do from last year. <laughs> but, but yeah, I liked uh, the ballad of Buster Scruggs. Oh, yeah. Just wow. Um, was it. Uh, I watched uh, How to Train Your Dragon 3, little disappointed by that. Uh, the Green Book, I was blown away mm. by that. I watched it last night, actually. Mm. Vigo transformed. I had to... Because I, <laughs> I, I, I actually didn't know he was in was the, the movie. movie. I know he was considered yeah. the best actor role, mm. but it took me like 10 full minutes of like watching the actor be mm. like, wait, is that Vigo? Vigo. <laughs> His physical transformation mm. is insane. His accent, mm. his mannerisms... Yeah, I'd, I'd have given him best actor, man. So, Ahead of Rami Malek. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, compared to uh, Remy, Re, uh, Remy Malek was like a fun kind of thing. Mm. It was more like about the idea of what mm. Remy Malek was. But this one was yeah. like a living, yeah. breathing yeah. <laughs> character. It wasn't caricature or anything. Yeah. Um, I also watched uh, Captain Marvel this week, actually, uh, which is, yeah, a little disappointing. But yeah, and, and, and also disappointing it turned into this whole political thing, which in board well reminded me of Ghostbusters uh. <laughs> of last year. It was when a movie starts mm. getting that kind of thing, you're like, oh, maybe it's not so, it's not like as good and it's really trying to lean in. Mm. Yeah, but it just wasn't as strong. I had like some promising stylistic stuff, they didn't really lean into like the 90s 
setting as much as they could have. Mm. And Brie Larson is just an uncharismatic character. <laughs> because, yeah, because like when I, when I hated like, um, like the first Thor movie, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Like, like the character of Thor was mm. like strong and you got his deal, what mm. he was about. But yeah, Brie, Brie's character is the first in all the Marvel movies who is just, you don't know what she's about. Mm. And you're hoping she gets fixed later. And yeah, I also watched uh, the last one, If Bill Street Will Talk. Um, yeah, which which I found interesting that I think that Regina King was nominated. She has such a subdued performance. Yeah. It's not like a shouty look mm. at me Oscar mm. woman thing. She yeah. just does her just job does. and gets out of there, which is interesting. But but I like the structure. I like especially that first scene with the family argument. That was intense. Yeah, that was no, that was the, yeah, that was the very best yeah. scene. Like the, the the argument with the mother, daughter, and the, the, the sisters in law. Those are crazy. How did you feel about the the whole technique of the close ups? The close ups. If the street could talk, mm. I haven't yeah. seen it before. No, no, no. I I th- I think maybe I got used to it mm. and I liked it. Mm. It was an it was an unorthodox I think yeah, style of it's shooting. Really different. Just That's overall. Yeah, and I, and I, Barry Jenkins for you. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> even Moonlight wasn't like no more. You shot like on three different cameras, three different. Yeah. Is that yeah, kind of looks, but at least was consistent. Never mm. felt like he didn't yeah. know what mm. he was trying to mm. do exactly. That man has his own voice, which is interesting. Yeah. he does. He does, and I don't know. Like he's, I don't know what he does with his characters, but or what he says to the actors, but. Yeah, they just like come in like ready to go. Like you, like the first word they say, you know exactly <laughs> who they are and like what they're about. And yeah, I like the whole family dynamic. The whole they had that overall thing of like black men in like being wrongfully imprisoned, which was a bit uh, like I guess to hinge the entire thing on. Like I got the point. No, but, yeah. but, but I think it was because it's based on a book, James Bond. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, 60s, yeah. 70s, probably if that was. Yeah, but but I did like yeah. the overall structure, and yeah. and, and this, is a, this is also one of the rare movies because I'm like, yeah, I don't I don't really like flashbacks yeah. as a storytelling tool. I I <laughs> like I rarely find like any kind of use to it, but this is the first time where like just so seamlessly yeah between like different time yeah. jumping back and it and doesn't forth. make it obvious, obvious. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a flashback yeah, yeah. so like yeah. there's a whole so. flash and like oh this and this is happening now it's just everything flowed well into each other and wasn't mm. distracting so this was flashbacks done right mm. I'm, I'm shocked you haven't spoken about oh you guys really did that spider-man okay. into the spider-verse Oh yeah, yeah. I'd be speaking about like animation and like yeah, stylized. Yeah, yeah, that was really the best one last year. That best animation. So, so dope, so dope. <laughs> like <Anyway. it's> objectively, <laughs> yeah, dope. so dope. Yeah. Uh, anyway, my list. Uh, I'll start Boja Kosman. I finally binge watched yeah. all of it. What? I love that. <laughs> I love that shit. <laughs> I saw a lot of Boja in myself, and yeah. uh, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Mm. Yeah, uh, Fahrenheit four five one. I've heard of it. Is that Michael? Michael B. Jordan and Michael Sharon. It was actually shocking because I'd seen it sometime earlier last year, but I didn't watch it. Mm -hmm. Then just come and see, because it's based on an old French movie, Mm. but society where they ban books. So they say, uh, what was it? Benjamin Franklin was the head of the first fire department. He gave us our right to ban books. You get like there's all that. (laughs) (laughs) There's that, and they're like all these great books that they try and reference through the movie. 
then another one I'll put. Uh, I also wanted to mention. Uh, you've been seeing this Malcolm stuff, by the way. Who, Who the, the hell, hell is, is Mr. Malkwa? I've seen the first one. I'm going to watch the second. I watched the today. second one before I came. It's good. It's good. I'm 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 looking for I'm looking for so a He's only doing three. Only three chapters. Can you, I I tweeted him because he saw him saying the next one that comes is the last. I'm like, kill me now. I thought he was going to give us like a full ten. Or it can't be because because yeah. even because because even see. by the end of the second, I I feel like there's, there's so, so much, much. It looks they like can go into so story heavy. Yeah, it's very, like story heavy. Very heavy. They haven't even introduced Mr. Mankwa. Man. By the end of so. Malcolm better not. So yeah, that's a good measure. Yeah, so those are those are mine. I was going to say Star is born, but you guys already. Enough yeah. of that movie. I was shocked. I was, I was shocked by it. By the way, for the no, no for, <laughs> on that. Shallow. Enough. Tired. Must like must shocked by it. Honestly, I didn't think it was anything at all. It's a, good, it's a good first trail. Yeah, it's a good for him. So, and yeah. it's really. I really liked it from that perspective. Mm. Once he's directing style. Mm. Other than that, it wasn't even so much style, but like he told the story. I felt he told it efficiently. Efficient? Yeah, uh, not really efficient. Maybe he yeah, tried. To yeah, maybe there's so far because I think he was focusing on the alcoholism <laughs> of this guy and this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah. I wonder if without Lady Gaga, he'd have gone too melancholic too, and yeah. too into like the alcohol. Mm. I, I do wonder about that whether he would have tried to balance things out a little more because I could yeah. we could come feel Gaga is balancing out like yeah. the artistic vision of like she has her own thing she wants to say and he has his own mm. thing and they're finding a way to make that work so I, I really just want to see his second film like, his, like a solo film and see what he's about he shouldn't act in all his stuff. Let no, him yeah, he should. Him. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he should. Bill, ben, ben Affleck. <laughs> ben Affleck. Man, <laughs> I, um, I haven't been watching much of late, but I think a few that I like. I watched the Palm Door win of last year, mm-hmm. Shoplifters. Okay. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I didn't like it as much as I it's thought Korean, I would. Right? Yeah, and also I watched even the other one, the other Korean film, Burning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I Bani. like that guy of Secret Sunshine. I'm forgetting his name. Those, those guys make good films. Yeah, no, Korea is really very, very good. Very good. Yeah. Um, I also watched a documentary called Free Solo, a guy who who climbs. I watched it on National books. Geographic. Actually, yeah. I watched it. it was really Did cool. Did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. I didn't like it very much. Mm. But no, I think no, 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 but no, but it has something about. Yeah. And it's it's really like life or death, which isn't something you usually see in a documentary. Yeah. Documentaries usually past stuff. This is actually happening before your eyes, and that it's something is, I liked about it. What what made me so distant is I really didn't like that guy. Who the the yeah. guy the climber? Yeah. <laughs> he's a bit and he's Oof. not. Hated him. And his wife. He's been harsh. Let's see what that. Uh, what else have I liked? The other things I did. I've been watching a lot of mediocre stuff, which is painful. Mm, that is. Ooh, I finally watched Edward Scissorhands. I had never watched Edward Scissorhands. You guys, that was You've never watched so it? fucking no, good. Just clips. I've had it for oh. mm. never said oh. it. It's yeah. good. It's, it's a nice Edward movie. It's too good. Let's be, let's close on that. So, this is. <laughs> Cinema Red Pill, we are back in action now. I hope yeah. so. Yeah, we are. We'll try our no, best. We are. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try our best. I don't even know. 
movies haven't yet really started. I keep thinking when when will movies start showing? Mm. I overall I no longer have hype for things like I'm not going to watch Captain Marvel in the cinema. No, you're not, you're not I'm not. Thing. There's <laughs> not. I do not. I look that. I'll watch Dumbo. I'm going Dumbo. to watch Dumbo. <laughs> no, I actually want to watch Aladdin. Yeah. Aladdin. Well, I'll watch Aladdin out of peer pressure or internet pressure. Yeah, no, nah, just just for like the train wreck it kind of promises to be. Though, though the last trailer they put out is actually pretty good. You know, it's weird because like the, the only movie I watched in the cinema in 2018 was 27 Guns. Actually, I thought I was like, I was like, by the way, when you actually look back, you know, the movie you went to watch was 27 Guns. So That's like, messed nah, up. It's messed up. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a comedy with the, the chick from uh, that black chick. Tiffany Haddish? No, 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 no. You're from Insecure, the black chick from Insecure. Where's the Isari. that shrinks? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm actually really hyped for that. Strangely hey. hyped for that. That's insane. Yeah, it just looks, the trailer just looks hilarious and fun. Yeah. Okay. And it's light. I, want, I think I mostly <laughs> want to watch it. It's such a DVD movie. Yeah, it is. No, I would not pay to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like yeah, I'm hyped for it as that as like a DVD. I was about to forget. Mm. Yeah. I have to advertise myself, so I'm going to do a screening of Black Girl on April sixth oh, cool. at the Cub. <gasps> yes. Just do it already. Please. Yeah. So this is just information. Yeah. Next week is when I'll hype it up properly. But yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll decide. We'll go back in action. We'll do classic stuff, African stuff, recent stuff, the usual drill. Yeah. Yeah. But this has been our catch up. Next episode will be communicated later. <laughs> but thanks for listening. I'm Sharon. I'm Timothy. I'm John. And uh, 